But I do not want you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning those who have fallen asleep, lest you sorrow as others who have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, even so God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. For the Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel, and with the trumpet of God, and the dead in Christ will rise first. Then we who are alive and remain shall be caught up together with them in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. Therefore, comfort one another with these words. Uh, just a very quick overview of what we've seen here. The Apostle Paul writes for the purpose of comforting the Thessalonian believers. And the primary reason for this is because they have misunderstanding about those who have died in Christ. These are spoken of as those who sleep in Jesus. And uh, somehow they had the impression that these people were missing out. And Paul writes to comfort them. And he says regarding those who sleep lest you sorrow as those who have no hope. Comfort to the believer always comes from a very real uh, and a very certain hope. When the Bible talks about hope, it never uses hope in an uncertain way. Uh, we say, I hope tomorrow's a nice day. That doesn't give us any certainty. That's just a, an empty hope. When the Bible talks about hope, it means an absolute, rock-solid foundation or confidence and assurance. Paul says that we have a hope. The key to taking advantage of the plan of God in verse 14 is that we believe that Jesus died and rose again. Uh, faith, saving faith, biblical faith is in a person and a work. The person is the Lord Jesus Christ and the work is the cross. So if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, we have a confidence that God will bring with him those who sleep in Jesus. When he comes, they will come. For this we say to you by the word of the Lord, that we who are alive and remain until the coming of the Lord will by no means precede those who are asleep. In other words, we will not enter into the heavenly state before them. We don't have an advantage by being alive when Christ comes. As a matter of fact, he's going to show us that they're the ones who have the advantage. Uh, we tend to look at this in a backward fashion as Christians regarding believers who have died. Uh, perhaps a young man or a young woman dies at the age of 17 or 18, and we say, oh, what a tragedy. They never had the opportunity to live. The Christian perspective is, what a marvelous thing that they are now in the presence of the Lord and they didn't have an opportunity to mess up. Uh, they don't have uh, all of the faults and flaws and failures that we tend to uh, stack up in our lifetime. Uh, and so Paul says that uh, we're not going to have an advantage over them. In fact, as he goes on in verse 16, describing the rapture of the church, he says, The Lord himself will descend from heaven with a shout with the voice of the archangel and the trumpet of God. The dead in Christ will rise first. 
And we who are alive and remain will be caught up together with them to meet the, uh, in the clouds to meet the Lord in the air, and thus we shall always be with the Lord. So here's the scenario. Some believers are going to be living on the earth. Some believers, many, will have died. Christ descends from heaven with a shout. What that shout will be, we're not told unless you believe like I do. In Revelation chapter 4 and verse 1, John hears a shout, Come up here. And that shout comes with a voice like a trumpet. Uh, then he says, With the voice of the archangel. Uh, the archangel is Michael. And Michael is significant at the rapture of the church because he's the commander of the armies in heaven for a particular purpose. Who can tell me what that particular purpose is? The defense of Israel. Now, don't you find it significant that when the Lord calls the church out of this earth, Michael is on hand because of his particular role in the defense of true Israel. I think that's significant. He who testifies to these things says, Surely I am coming quickly. Amen. Even so, come, Lord Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen.